In the great bowels of the internet, there are assembled the world's two most prodigious podcasters created from the cosmic legends of the universe. Joe, a chubby Italian nebbish with a slamming tan, and Gomez, a Puerto Rican, when convenient, who doesn't speak a lick of Spanish. Their mission combine their love of all things pop culture to present the most important podcast on the planet. When their powers are assembled, they form the mighty Car Joe-Man! Hello everyone and welcome to episode 312 of the Car Joe Mez Podcast. I'm Mez and my co-host as always is... One half of the FWF Tag Team Champions and the Magistrate of Caravan City. I'm Joe from the Car Joe Mez Podcast. Yeah you are buddy, how you doing? Gomez, I am having the time of my life, and here we are on the Car Jomez podcast, a wrestling podcast presented to you weekly by Joe and Mez, hence Car Jomez, and I don't know if there's anything else to talk about besides wrestling this week, but before we get started, remember to like this show, subscribe anywhere that you like your podcast to be delivered iTunes, Spotify, whatever it is. Follow us on all the social media at card. Jomez. Remember to leave a five-star review. And if, and when you do screenshot it, tweet it to us at card. Jomez, and you could possibly win an autographed eight by 10 from both Gomez and me. And if you wouldn't mind, you want to help support even further, go to pro wrestling slash Joe shoes, pick up one of my new shirts. Mm, I got sexy. the captain's log shirt. I got the shoes clue shirt and I got the classic captain shirt. So grab all or some of them and come out and see me live and in action October 9th at Bridgefield Park, New Jersey, defending the titles, me and Brian Myers against Larger Than Life. Can't wait, Gomez. I'll be there. Will you? All the team is. We will be there. The wife and Shiloh. We're all going to come out and see Uncle Shoes do his thing. Oh, you're gonna you all going to be wearing Captain Shoes t-shirts? Maybe. ProWrestlingTees.com slash Joe Shoes. Yes, of course. <laughs> I feel like I feel like the little one would love a shoes clues shirt. Oh, so we shouldn't get the matching shirts? Well, I think I don't, we should all match, don't you think? Well, wh- which one would you go with then? Which one's your Just favorite? To, well, obviously, I'm not gonna get uh my child the one with the big dick on it. Well, uh, I see that's the one I think you would get. <laughs> Like, <laughs> I just assumed if you guys were all going to match, the one shirt you would get is the one of me holding the captain's log. Uh, maybe if it was just me and the wife, sure. But the little one, ah, uh, you know, we're trying to keep her keep pure. You know, she's still young yet. <sighs> plenty of years of debauchery, I'm sure. I'm, I'm, I'm disappointed by this. It's not, I'm not holding a dick. I'm holding a log. A captain's t- log. I understand, but... The I'm wearing that see it right this. now. <laughs> I, I gotta tell you, I get it's a log, but I mean that's it looks like other things. That's you know we can't I have that. I think you're just interpreting things differently than they're meant to be. Sure, that is a hundred percent. I am projecting. Yes, that it is a log. It is a captain's log. One hundred percent. That's it, it. It is a captain's log, which we know is very real thing. Hundred percent real. 
So Gomez, I spent this past week, obviously, uh, reveling in the amount of downloads we got on last week's episode. A lot of good Ooh. feedback on that, which I appreciate. So you guys, thank yeah, you for thank continuing you. to boost these numbers and coming along for the ride with us. But not really a lot happened this week in the arts and entertainment world. I felt like not a lot of like new releases. Am I did did something miss? Like did it, did it go over my head? No, I don't. I don't think so. I mean. I had a movie day because uh, Shiloh started school, but these are movies that have been out for a while. Yeah, it's not like there was nothing. It was just I needed something to do when the kids are in school. Oh, baby's the best! I love it <laughs> so good. But you know, it's just I was looking for stuff to watch, and I, yeah, I watched the new episode of She-Hulk. I I put on some stuff like comfort stuff for when I was kind of you know sitting around being lazy, and you know, but I. I didn't really have, I didn't really feel like I had a lot to watch. I mean, there was that Marky Mark and Kevin Hart movie on Netflix that I just, I don't know, for whatever reason, I just ain't feeling. Nah, I'm not going to push play on that. I've no. decided. I've you decided what I, no. You know what I, I did start doing, though? I went on to Amazon Prime and I said, let me play around. I don't really give the Prime Video app a lot of love. I, you know, I've been watching The Boys lately, I did watch A League of Their Own. But I don't really go searching through it. It's normally I go there when I have something specific I feel sure. like watching. And now they have She-Ra up there, the original She-Ra. They have the oh. original He-Man. So that is kind of cool. But That's they have cool. a section called Freebie in within Prime. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like their version of Tubi, where okay. you can watch all this big collection of very various variety of stuff, yes. but with commercials. I never knew about this within Prime Video before. And there are a lot of cool shows there that I have thought about going back and watching either for the oh. first time or, mm. you know, again for the first time in a long time. And I did put on the X-Files. Oh, so a couple years ago, we start, we said, let's start watching the X-Files. And that and probably I think- coincided with the reboot of it, right? Uh, man, you know, it was around, I think we stopped watching because then Shiloh came. Like, it was something we were doing during pregnancy. Okay. So it was around. So that's like seven, eight years ago. So around that time. And uh, I enjoyed it, but we didn't stick with it. Are you enjoying X-Files? I'm only maybe a couple episodes in right now. It's amazing to see how dated everything feels sure. within the yeah. show. Because <laughs> I, I don't think of the X-Files as being that old of a show. But then I realized, you know, but the the problem is I don't think of myself as being that old of a man. Yeah, that's true, Joe. (laughs) We're old. That's the biggest issue. But, you know, like (laughs) the computers that are shown in the background, the cars they're driving. I'm like, what fucking year is this from? (laughs) It was all probably fancy stuff, too, when it first came out, right? It was like, oh, these Packard Bell desktops are unbelievable. (laughs) One megabyte of RAM? Are you kidding me? Oh, man. That's funny. Yeah, I enjoy this show, but it didn't hook me enough to keep going. I do like like a, a Monster of the Week show where every week is its own kind of thing where you don't have mm. to you know, be so like, oh, man, this story connects with this and that. Were you an X-Files guy as it was going on? Nah, I never watched it. That was so my first time. I feel like I got into it maybe around season three. And I would watch every Sunday on the Fox block, you know, it would be like Simpsons, King of the Hill, Married with Children and the X-Files, whatever, whatever the block was at that time. 
Um, and I was, so I was into it for a while when the movie came out, I was like, oh my God, like gotta, gotta see this movie. What happened to Mulder's sister? I mean, never found out. And I think that's kind of what got me out of it by then. But uh, I just, I don't remember watching it from the beginning. So it is interesting to see how everything first started up and how it came together. And, you know, now like I'll probably stick with it. It'll, it'll probably be one of my go to sleep shows for a while now, but I also saw that. Buffy the Vampire Slayer up there. And that's a show I'd like to go back and revisit because I watched it kind of from the sidelines. Like I'd catch an episode here or there when it was new, but I was never like an attentive watcher for it. I wonder how, because I haven't watched it either. I wonder how a first time viewer enjoys Buffy because when it came out, it was something so different. Yes. Now, like that banter is something you see like all the yeah. time and everything. So I wonder, like, if it, it'll hook someone. Like, and even like the the gothic and horror themes to it were different at the time. Like that yes, wasn't exactly. something that got on no. network television back it's like, then. Oh my, I was a vampire. This show was yeah. crazy. Yeah. <laughs> that was a horror representation. Like, whoa, and, yes. And, and a big thing too was. You know, the Buffy the Vampire Slayer movie that had come out in the early 90s with uh, Christy Swanson and Luke Perry, yeah. but that was like a, a bullshit comedy. And here we got like a semi-serious, you know, yeah. kind of darker, more, you know, much more intense tone than we did for that goofy comedy movie. So for those people who went into this show thinking they were getting more of the movie, they were in for a surprise. Yes. That's a, like X Files. I watched a couple episodes here and there when it was on. Like if I saw a commercial, like I know they did like a Chupacabra episode, so I always have to watch that. They did like a werewolf episode that was like a cops parody or something. I remember I seeing believe, the commercial. I, I I believe I believe it had something to do with a werewolf bar mitzvah. <laughs> oh, spooky, scary! Boys becoming men, <laughs> men becoming wolves. So that I would watch, but Buffy, I, I don't think I've ever seen an episode of Buffy at all. It was one of those shows that I liked from afar, but I just never dedicated the time to watch it on a weekly basis. I think it's like the channel, like channel 11, I really didn't watch a lot of stuff on that channel. Mm -hmm. So like if I had channel five on watching something, oh, look, this is on. I just turn on the TV, happen to come across something like how I watch things now, you know. I leave on wrestling or yeah, you know something like that, and all of a sudden TNT's on. Now I'm watching Law and Order all day because it's like, oh look at this, oh Stabler, don't do that. <laughs> you know, I I'm still watching Castle a lot when I go to sleep. I sure. feel like since it got added back onto Hulu, I've probably watched the complete series probably eight or nine times. God bless you. <laughs> You're the best. <laughs> I love Castle, bro. My man loves his castle. It's I all love right, Castle. It's a great show. I enjoyed it. I love Castle. I mean, the last, at the time, and I didn't want to admit this to myself, like I knew the last season was was not great, you know? Yeah. But, but I, I, it was just, I didn't want to admit it to myself. But now, like when you continue to watch it back, it's like, you know what? The, these cracks in the armor started coming a little earlier than even I re realized at the time. Yeah, no, you can't, you, you can't do a show without, without Beckett. It's, it's silly. But not even that, just the overall um, quality of the shows kind of went downhill probably the last two and a half seasons. Oh, 100%. Of course. A yeah. show like that, especially once they get the two characters together. Yeah, you know? and it becomes more a story about them and less about funny crimes. 
yes. like weird murders and stuff. Like I love the overarching story of the the uh, what's the the three XK. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They have this like serial killer who goes out and kills a certain type of woman, and you know, eventually they track him down. He does escape. So over the course of a couple seasons, he's involved and he keeps popping up, and so he's always like kind of uh, a theme going on in the background. And and that story is very interesting. Um, But once it starts getting away more from the police work and and more into character based sitcommy tropes, it gets a little it you know, less good. Now I know this is your, your girl, but did you watch bones? Like, are you a bones guy? So I, I watched bones. Bones was another show that I kind of watched from afar. I Kelly, if it was, Kelly loved bones. So I if watched it was on, much I would watch it. an episode. It's um, crazy. That show, but I would never, like I've never sat down and actually said, you know what I feel like watching today. How about them bones? I think you would really enjoy bones. I think you would, it's got that vibe. You like, and it's got that same kind of thing where they have like a serial killer that comes back every couple seasons, fuck shit up. Like oh, it's, nice. it's yeah, it's good. I think you would like that. It's crazy. Uh, yeah, you know what? I'll I, I believe that was a Fox show, right? It was a Fox show, and the show is they find a body, they find the bones of a body, and mm-hmm. then they have to work their way backwards, backwards to yeah. solve the case. So it's like it's it's pretty crazy some of the shit they come up with. All right, um, I'm I'm assuming because it's a Fox show, it's probably on Hulu somewhere. So yes. if anything, I can I can start from the beginning and and learn all about Bones and Angel from Buffy. So that's really what I've been up to. Not a lot of new stuff this week, Gomez. Any anything for you? Because uh, I mean, the, the big story is the wrestlings, and we're gonna have yeah. to talk the wrestling. But what what, what what else have you been into? So I went to uh, I went to the movies yesterday. I spent the whole day at the movies. The plan was to go to uh, there's a new Alamo Draft House in Staten Island. So the idea was to go to Staten Island, check it out, spend the day there. Sadly, it was raining, so shitty weather and the traffic. I was monitoring the traffic. I'm like, I'm not gonna spend two and a half hours to get there. What if I miss my first movie? Now I gotta wait another hour and a half for the next mm-hmm, thing. Mm-hmm. So I just said, I'm just gonna keep it local and I'm gonna watch the movies. So I went to three different movie theaters though, so that was fun. Ooh. My first movie was Bullet Train. I went and saw the Bullet Train. Okay, how was it? Because I'm, I, I'm interested where I, I want to watch it, but I don't want to go out of my way to watch it. I loved it. It was it was like a perfect movie for me. Okay, it's, it's like the characters were all fun. Brad Pitt was just fantastic. Uh, there's a lot of action, and it's fun because the action involves the environment of the train. It's not just here's an action. It's like no, we're in a train. We're gonna use the the cars. We're gonna use the quiet car, the food car, the bark. You know, it's a lot of fun. Like yeah, that. very cool. So I enjoyed that. Highly recommend that one. Then I saw this movie, The Invitation. It's a uh, a vampire movie. It sounds like it would be uh, an invitation with a vampire, right? Tom Cruise. It was very good. It's isn't Brad is... Pitt in that too? <laughs> no, he's in Interview with a Vampire. Isn't that? It, it. Isn't this invitation with a vampire? <laughs> I've never seen that movie actually. Uh, neither have I. Maybe we'll watch it together. Uh, we should we should start doing retro movies. Fuck the new shit. Sure, we'll talk. Like no one, no one goes to the movies anymore, and we got six weeks of horror coming up very yes, we soon. Do. If this not, is your like last already. week, 
September, oh. this is your last week. You have given me no heads up to prepare myself. You know when it comes. It comes in the middle of September. Gomez, all I know is that when it comes, <laughs> it comes. That's what she said. Listen, September 19th, that's always the cut. Six weeks to Halloween. So you got next week will be a regular episode. And then after that, baby. Woo. God, God damn it. And then so, not long after that, we've got slaying and slaying again. Can't wait. It's my favorite time of year, bro. Are, are you looking more forward to six weeks of horror or slaying and slaying? Like Slaying and slaying we did for the first time last year. And I think you had a really good time putting that one together. Because it was fun trying to connect the two movies. Because mm-hmm. there's tons of horror movies. I mean, there's just so got to be like 18 or 19 by now. Exactly, and I'll think about all the other regular Christmas movies. We could gotta do this be for seven years, or bro. seven, maybe six. We're gonna be doing. Oh, I can't wait! It's the best, my favorite time. Invitation, good. Then, so for the last movie, there was the choice of Idris Alba punching the lion, or Idris Alba falling in love with Tilda Swinton. So that's the movie that I said was one of the worst trailers I'd ever seen in my life. <laughs> so tell well, me that's the movie you saw. So we picked 3,000 Years of Longing. About, that, that's it, right? <laughs> about the genie and uh, Tilda Swinton. And for the first two-thirds of this movie, I fucking love this movie. I was like, this is the There's best no movie. Way. I fucking love it. This is going to be on the top of my list of the year. Oh, I can't, I can't believe how much I'm loving this movie. And then it just fucking falls flat on its face in the third act. It's so sad. Just, oh, it was so upsetting. But uh, it's the guy who made Mad Max Fury Road, you know, one of the greatest action movies of all time. So you got to see his follow-up. So I've never seen that movie, but I remember when it came out that basically whoever saw it was like, you don't understand. You got to go see this fucking movie now. Bro, like you, you need to see it. Well, you should stop doing the podcast and you go see the movie. That's how good the fucking movie is, bro. It's the best. Okay, give me 90 minutes. And, uh... <laughs> Actually, it's no. Because so honestly, once I leave, I'm gone. You're gone. When I'm gone, I'm gone. When I come, I come. It'll be something we pencil in soon. Definitely. Yeah, it's we'll do it for uh, six weeks of Whatever. Awesome shit. <laughs> yeah. Because that's what 52 it is. weeks of awesome. <laughs> so that movie wasn't so good because of the ending. It's very upsetting. But I had a great time at the movies. And uh, other than that, I mean, uh, what I do? Uh, I've been playing this video game called Tinykins. It's kind of like uh, Pinkman. You ever play Pinkman back no. in the day? So like you're like this little man. And you walk around, you collect these really tiny guys, and every color is a different thing. So one blows up, one brings things to you, one climb, and you're just looking for stuff. It's a fun game. It's on Ga- Xbox Game Pass, free to play if you have that. It's I'm fun. not going to lie to you. I'm not going to play this game. I'm sure you don't. Are you playing any video games? Have I you haven't playing had, the show. I do not have time to sleep at this point. <laughs> My, I have to get my sleep in from the, the, the time between when I get home from work and when I record this podcast. That's why every time you come into the room, you take pictures of me asleep on it's camera. My fa- it's my favorite thing. I can't wait to make a collage at the end of the year. Yeah, it should be like a <laughs> coffee table picture book. 
Uh, I love it. <laughs> uh, I haven't. Other than that, I haven't played any games. I be, I look a lot, but nothing's caught my eye. I will play the new NBA game that's coming out soon. I am really interested in in getting on the NBA game because I I default to baseball and hockey because those are my favorite sports. Yeah, but their create a player modes. Yeah, it's fun. Just don't hold up to the NBA one. The NBA one is so much better. It's a whole storyline, but it's like so crazy. It completely blows it out of the water. Yeah. And it's, it's like cool. this has been going on for years. Like, why haven't these other games realized you can do more than just and now you play this game and now you go to the locker room and now you play yeah. this game and now you go to the locker room and now you yep. talk to coach and now you go play the game and now you go to the locker room and now you talk to agent that the NBA one lets me get a clothing brand. It yeah. made me go to China one time. You got to pick your agent. You yeah. want this guy. You want that guy. You want to go to school. You want to go straight to the NBA. And this year they announced, bro, this is awesome. When you do, when you do the franchise modes and shit, or your creative player, you can pick what era you want to start in. So there's an eighties era, a nineties era and the really? early two thousands. How awesome is that? So you could so- go against magic, go against Jordan so Kobe hypothetically speaking, like if I'm say I'm playing in the '80s, like I want to be a, like a big man, right? Because I gotta yes. play up to the standards 100%. of that era. That exactly, that makes you want to try. I wonder how that works. Making the player, if it's like, well, you can't get crazy three pointers, bro. We didn't do that back then. Yeah. Or if you could go in and be Steph Curry in the '80s and break the fucking game, I wonder. <laughs> Magic Johnson be sitting there scratching his head for 48 minutes. <laughs> So I really love that idea. I thought that was a brilliant idea to to mix it up. I love that. Yeah, so like I've been the more like I started playing MLB the show this year and I'm just like I don't know, man. I just wasn't feeling it. Like it just feels I like wasn't. same old shit. I I haven't played it in years because it's been PlayStation exclusive. So I was mm. so excited that it was on Xbox and Xbox gave it away for free on the Game Pass. So it was it's great. And so I'm playing and I'm enjoying it, but after a season, I'm like, oh, I'm good. I want like uh, I'm good. Like well, yeah. I'm good. I don't want to keep going. No, the NBA one, and then it gives you like uh, kind of things to shoot for. Like if you want to retire as a Hall of Famer, it's like yes, oh, you have to get certain accomplish all these yes. certain things or do this this many times or be an yes. All Star this many times. So it's cool because it keeps you engaged, and there's always shit going on within the game that, like, okay. It may not be the most interesting stuff, but like go do an appearance for Reese's peanut butter puffs. It's you don't gotta convince me to do that. <laughs> it's also I just the game is because it's like well, it's it's quick, it's fun. You're in and out. Baseball, you're sitting there, you know, if you're pitching, you know, I don't know. I just think the game is more fun, period. Look at us talking about video games. We haven't talked about video games before. I know it's been quite a while. You, you know what we did talk about last week though. We what did we talk a little bit of New York Mets baseball and Gomez. Yeah, we week, did. A week later. Boy. It's been things a week, have huh? gotten kind of dicey, haven't they? It's just it sucks because it's not the team is doing good. I mean, they haven't fallen on their face completely Correct. like they used to. It's just they got a team behind them that's playing out of their fucking minds. Yeah, just, with no it, let up in sight. And, and like it sucks. Like it's like, oh, we're having such a great year. And like we got this team breathing down our fucking necks. And it's like, God damn it. Why does it have to be the same year? This is like, what's going on? Yeah. It's just, it's one of those things. It is what it is. I mean, it certainly looks like they'll, 
they're you know pretty much a cinch for the playoffs. So it's not like that's in jeopardy. But at the same time, that tell, winning that division and getting that first round by tell, makes yeah, a big difference. Tell now. tell me how this playoff works because they I added another know. team, right? I think like so. So you get a buy. Six teams make the playoffs now. Not seven. Oh, seven. I think is football now. I'm yeah. So okay. So six teams make different. the playoffs. Uh, number one and two seeds in each get league buy. get a buy out of the like basically okay. the wild card round. So then the wild card round is like uh, two out of three to win that round. Then you got to play a three no out more of one. So there's no more one game, right? No, there's no more one game. Those one games were fun. I get like it sucks having the shit end on one game, but man, those things are exciting, bro. You know, oh, I loved it. And the, and the thing yeah. is, too, is like baseball. You don't want your team to be in it. But no, we, it. I mean, we saw yeah. that in 2016. Yeah. You know, it didn't work out so well. Exactly. The, the Pirates had it like three years in a row. Like exactly. they, they finally make the playoffs they after 100 make years. The playoffs, yeah. And then they're out in like, you know, two and a half hours. Yeah. So, that, you know, that kind of sucks. But at the same time, like, Baseball is a long season. There are a lot of fucking games. I really wasn't clamoring for even more baseball games, no, but whatever. The that. TV money's there, so the owners were always going to do it. Just like we're probably going to get two new teams within the next couple of years. Shocked at really? Have, oh yeah, they're dying to they go be? to thirty-two teams. Where? I honestly don't know. I think before they really do something, they have to square away the stadium situations in Oakland and Tampa. Yeah. Because right now, Oakland keeps threatening them. to move to Vegas. I think MLB really does want to be in Vegas. Especially everyone should be in Vegas, yes. Does you're everyone doing, need doing to gambling. be in Vegas? If you're doing gambling like that, you want to be in the center of that shit. I guess. I mean, there's always been... Um, like, Montreal, ever since they lost the Expos, has always been on the table again. Oh, they think they can support it this time if they get a stadium in the right place. Mm. Portland, Oregon always comes up. Nashville always Portland, comes up. Oregon. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Port- Portland is, you know, they always support the Trailblazers. But that's, I mean, does, you, you know, know, it doesn't mean, yeah. But they, they're, there is a market there for sports. Same thing with Seattle. You know, whenever Seattle's they put a new clamoring team, for yes, they for, they're they're dying Seattle's for dying for a basketball team because yes. they and everything they put there. Like even when they put an MLS team there, that MLS team in year one became the highest drawing MLS team. Yeah, they got screwed, Seattle. They didn't deserve that. You know, but then you know Nashville's always in talks, and you know maybe another team in Texas because Texas is so big that you can open up another market realistically. But what are so, you gonna? Are you gonna realign the divisions? Because now you got thirty. You're gonna have teams. to. So you'd you'd have gonna... to. Yeah, you'd probably have to go to f- uh, four divisions in each league of four teams each. Okay, like football. Yeah, I mean, I don't really like. I would personally get rid of divisions. Just myself. One, then, if you, yeah, I would no just do division. American League and National League. Hundred percent. There's no need because the thing now with all these wild cards, I it kind of defeats the purpose of like. I don't want to say it defeats the purpose of having to win your division. They've tried to incentivize having to win your division, but with all these wild cards in play, everyone needs to play a more balanced schedule because it's not fair that. Well, they're doing that next year, right? It's going to a more balanced schedule, but not a completely balanced schedule. So the Mets, but like this year, for instance, yeah, you got to play play the national Braves 19 times. You got to play the Braves 19 times, the Mets 19 times. And, you know, and, and the poor, the, yeah. the poor, 
uh, Florida Marlins have no fucking shot, you know? Yeah. Meanwhile, they could finish with a better record than the Cincinnati Reds, and the Cincinnati Reds will still make the playoffs because everyone else in the fucking division. It's all, yeah, but that's always how it's, it's, it sucks. You know, but if you're going to have all these wild card teams, it's it shouldn't be based on what division you're in. If it's a wild card, it's a wild card, you know? No, I get it. So I would go to a completely balanced schedule where everyone's playing the same schedule. You play the same teams the same amount of times. And, and next then, year also, is there no inner league or they wrote is they doing no, it's everywhere it's there's no such thing as no inner league. Mm. So like you don't you know how like right now you only play like one division a year in addition yeah. to your geographical your rival, rival bullshit. Yeah. Now you play literally every team. Oh, so now oh, okay, so it's more in the league. Okay. More inner league. Okay, I thought they were cutting back on the interleague. My bad. <laughs> Jesus, that's just. So there oh. we go. We caught you up on all the new stuff. We caught you up on a little baseball. I, I don't know. I think the pennant race is going to be fun. You got some some cool shit going on. Aaron Judge still hitting homers every day. It feels like Otani has been the fucking man. Like if you consider yourself a baseball fan. And you don't go out of your way to watch Shohei Otani. And I understand for the for you East Coasters, it's late and you don't want to stay up, or maybe you just have no interest in the Angels. But my God, what this guy is doing is fucking unreal. Like, you know how like that one guy you played with in Little League was like that doing everything. Good? Just did everything. Like, he does it. that in the major leagues. It's pretty crazy to think about. <laughs> You know, that's why when people are like, oh, but Aaron Judge is the MVP. No, he's not. I was just going to ask, is he the MVP? But so then basically is the MVP just always going to be the Otani Award? Because Yes. I love it. <laughs> Until further notice, he's the MVP. I get it because he's always going to be striking people out and hitting 25 home runs. He's got crazy. an ERA of two and a half in 160 in innings. In, in 160 crazy. innings. So he qualifies for the ERA title. And he's got 30 home runs and 90 RBIs. Like, what more do you want? Like, this guy, who's doing this? Are they in last? Or Of course, almost, they suck. Course. <laughs> Fucking so ridiculous. It is so ridiculous. You know, that's, that's the argument when it comes to Otani is, oh, well, how valuable is he if the Angels suck? Aaron Judge is the only thing keeping the Yankees in first place right now. I don't give a shit. I don't give a shit. Look at what the man is doing. There is no one on earth who has ever done this. Nobody. It's always been this way, though. It's always been who's the best. It's valuable. That's what his place. Andre Dawson won the MVP award 35 fucking years ago for the last place Chicago Cubs. So don't tell me it's about, oh, you got to be on a winning team. No, you don't. We already established that. Yes. And nobody in the history of the world has been this fucking good on both sides of the ball. Babe Ruth was not this fucking good. Babe Ruth would not be able to hang with today's players. I don't give a shit what anyone says because the play people he was playing against back in 1928 were all fucking farmers and fucking one-legged people who didn't get drafted into the war. <laughs> No lies detected, bro. You know, they didn't have fucking uh, eat fresh delivery at home meal prep service for fucking Babe Ruth. You know, with every athlete in the world getting the finest nutrients, vitamins, and, and training regimens. So, True, bro. 
Like there is no, no, and we may not ever see this again. Appreciate it while it's here. No, I'm. There's got to be so. We'll see it eventually. It's not gonna be anytime soon. But someone's gonna have to, you know, growing up. Like I want to be the next Otani. I want to be oh, that guy. Oh, I'm sure, and I'm sure there'll be other two way players over the course of time. But like to be able to do this this well at that level, we may not ever see that again. What were his numbers in 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 his Japanese league? A uh, like, hundred times this. Was it was it just <laughs> like was it? Was he killing it like this over there too? Well, remember, if you want to go back in time, I don't, I don't even know what episode it was that we talked about this, but you were like, oh, is this guy even uh, this good? And I said to you, Gomez, he is yeah, the Japanese version of Babe Ruth. Mark you. my words. Yes, I have to try to see if I can find. I remember you, you were on that bandwagon from the start. 100%. Appreciate, you... appreciate this. You may never see this again in your lifetime. Appreciate the greatness while it is in front of you. And that's oh. not to take anything away from Aaron Judge. He's having a phenomenal season, and he's going to cash in a fucking Brinks vault at the end of it. But the only reason Otani would not be the MVP is because people are going to say, ah, kind of tired of him. Ah, it's he. Is he doing that much better than last year? That's what happens. Yeah, it's Otani fatigue. And no, it shouldn't be fatigue. You should be reveling in this fucking greatness. Like me. I'm reveling. It's like the Giannis. Giannis had an amazing year. And it's like, uh, you know, we're going to get into this other guy. It's like, bro, he basically had the same exact year as last year. Why is he not winning four or five years in a row? That's what happened. Same thing, right? Jordan, the Carl Malone year. Yeah. It's like, oh, Jordan. That guy. Like, if you think about it, like Barry Bonds won what seven MVPs? Could Probably should have won 12. <laughs> Every year, you know, bro. Albert Pujols, I think, won five. Probably should have had eight. It's true. That's what happens. People get tired of greatness. Imagine that. Tired of greatness. Yeah, so we need we need an we underdog. So Let's spoiled. pump some more steroids into Rich Aurelia and watch him hit 30 home runs. You said Aaron Judge is going to get paid, is he? The Yankees going to pay him or someone else? Someone's going to fucking pay him. <laughs> like, if, if they, they don't make the World Series, like, they could be like, bro, I mean, you didn't, we didn't win, right? Like, I honestly try to justify not paying him, right? I don't think there's justification for that. because he's, I don't you know, think so either. He's, no, but especially with the way the Yankees have, have kind of fallen apart here. Like, Judge is the face of this team. Yes, he's the, like, he's the new captain. He's, that's he's, his team. Yes, this is, this is, this is Aaron team. Judge's team. Yeah. How do you just let I, and I understand I get the pitfalls of offering him this big money deal, right? He's already 30 years old. He's super big, which in, you know, history has he shown us down. it makes it yes. easier for him to break down. Do you really want to give him a 10 year contract at, I don't know, $420 million? But I mean, that's the cost of the business, right? You got to pay for those, those that's first couple cost years of doing business. Yeah. You got to pay for those three years that he's amazing. And sorry, bro. Maybe we could ship you off or something. You know, so I get it. But you're the New York Yankees. If anyone should be giving out a contract like that, it's fucking you, bro. Can I, I want to ask another baseball question. I don't, I don't want to. Like if the you. Texas Rangers could go in a free agency this year and give Corey Seager. 
300 million dollars and give Marcus Simeon 170 million then yes you know what the New York Yankees can afford to give Aaron Judge 400 million dollars is uh Jacob DeGrom going to be a brave uh uh probably it's very upset to think about I, I'll stuff. tell you what now I don't have any kind of inside info it's not like I have sources but I have heard some things that make it sound like he does not like New York. And I see to me, I, I can not, not that I want to say it's validated, but when he's, whenever he got hurt, he does spends very little time around his team stays in Florida for as much of it as possible. Almost sounds like it's a chore when he breaks that to actually be in the dugout for So do I know for a fact that he's unhappy? No, but I mean, the optics, I would say, are not very good. It's just very, I just, it upsets me to think about, bro. You I know, we're talking about guy. contracts. Like, what is a fair contract for Jacob DeGrom? Because now he basically missed a year and a half. He's 32, probably 33 by, you know, entering next season. What kind of contract do you give this guy? He's not getting 10 years. You're not paying until he's 43. What is he looking for? What is he has he asked? Like what, he's, what's, he's what's gotta well, he's gotta want to uh beat the Scherzer money. I mean, that's the point of this. <sighs> so Scherzer 43 million dollars a year. DeGrom ain't coming in for anything less than that, right? And it's it's understandable. Yeah. It is. He's one of the so greatest let, pitches let, we ever saw. So let's like, say it's 45 million dollars a year. How many years are you giving him? Five? Are you giving him five, five years at what is that? 90, 180, 235? I do five, five, five years, I do five, five to six, I think is reason. If he would take or five does he years, want 50? That's the thing. Does he want 50? Does he want eight years? Eight years is now pushing it. Well, eight years puts him at what? Like 41 years. I, I mean, I don't know. But what's the money? If it's five years, does he want $50 million instead? Do you go think, five? Do you go? I would think he doesn't just five? want one more. Yeah, I don't think he's just he's forty-five to forty-six. I think yeah. he's going to want a little more than that. Well, Scherzer's at forty-three, so you know Degrom is not going to get that extra long-term contract. So I mean, he's gonna want the big money. And Scherzer was three years. Scherzer was three, but with opt-outs. Mm. So you do that. You give some some options, some player options. <sighs> Who fucking knows? I mean, DeGrom is going to be a free agent now because of an opt-out. He is opting mm. out of his contract, and he keeps saying that. And then you watch him pitch, and you look at him, and you go, well, I mean, he's going to get paid because he's fucking awesome. Whenever he's on the mound, he's fucking incredible. Almost looks like it's fake. It is. It's effortless, bro. It's like the batters have no, like, like just what do you do? Just just sit down. There's no, you got it no looks shot. Like people, major league hitters, Facing Jacob Degrom looks like what I think it would look like if it was me facing a major us, league pitcher. Us up there, like us facing the fifth starter. He he makes people look like me facing, I don't know who sucks on the Mets. This Montes Dioka guy, he just walked a couple guys. Uh, I was the other say night. no one sucks on the Mets, bro. We're the best, first place, baby. Uh but you know, just like one one of these like quadruple, like any one of them make me look stupid, you know. Like I probably wouldn't even make contact if if I'm lucky I tip something and it goes foul. Yes, that's, that's what Jacob Degrom does to quality major league hitters. But uh, Gomez, 
this was a big wrestling weekend. There was a shit. What was there? Three pay-per-views? Is that a, I mean, or three premium live events? Two premium live events and one pay-per-view. And one, one pay-per-view. One is a real pay-per-view. <laughs> oh, okay. Good to hear. Yes. People pay money for those things. I think they're like $40, these pay-per-views. It's crazy. Honestly, if they're only $40 at this point, I think that's a deal. It is. Because even during the Attitude Era, when pay-per-view buys were at their uh, peak, a regular pay- a regular monthly WWE pay-per-view was 30 bucks. That was $29.99, right? Yeah. yeah. So, mm. I mean, $40 doesn't seem bad, but, you know, with inflation and everything. Plus, you're getting fucking... Seven hours, nineteen of hours of wrestling. <laughs> Twenty-seven matches. So I remember when when WrestleMania 2000 was airing, they did the WrestleMania pay-per-view package. It was called WrestleMania All Day Long, and I it was that, yeah. it was all sorts of like it was supposed to, I guess, emulate like a Super Bowl pre-game day where the whole day is spent talking up history of WrestleMania and all oh, and the. And what could happen tonight? And history is going to be made. It was a 12-hour pay-per-view of all-day WrestleMania. And they never did it since until they went to the 19-month, uh, uh, 19 uh, matches standard that they have now. Um, <laughs> but, like, at the time, like, this happening, I thought this was, like, the coolest thing. Like, are you kidding me? 12 hours of wrestling? Now I fucking shoot myself. <laughs> yes like... i will inflict bodily harm upon myself if you try to make me watch 12 hours of wrestling this, this is why we stopped going to wrestlemanias it became a chore to sit through it's so long like i love the two days like you want to fit shit in yeah do your two days then please do not make me sit there for eight hours it's too much oh so... so what the first show was what the one in wales Yes, Clash at the Castle, some shit like that. Clash at the Castle, Clash of Clans on Facebook. Because, you know, it's the 30th anniversary of SummerSlam, so let's not have SummerSlam in the UK. Let's do SummerSlam a month early, and let's create a whole new pay-per-view to celebrate the 30th anniversary of SummerSlam 92. It's so fucking stupid, bro. Was that really what it was supposed to be? Well, just the 30th anniversary. Yeah, so that was the Brett... British Bulldog. Yeah, yeah. Yes. And but like what were they we saying do? were they making a big deal about the that anniversary? Well, yes, because Bret Hart was there. Oh. And uh Georgia Smith. Oh, Georgia, Davy's right? daughter. Davy's daughter was there. Yeah. So yeah, they did they did bring it up. It was you know, it's the first and they even said it's the first time we've been here in 30 years. Like that's what how they they were playing it up. <sighs> so silly. Just do SummerSlam there. But yeah, so, big event. I think it was like 60,000 people. So it was like a big WrestleMania type of thing. Yeah, it was, a, it was a big thing. Now, I did not watch this show, but I heard very positive things about it. It's a very good show. It's a great show. Very entertaining. The matches were good. A lot of good matches. I say there was no bad matches. I, oh, well, let me now, what was there was a Sheamus match that I think it's Sheamus. Sheamus fought your boy. Your boy, Which, Walter. No, that's not his name. Gunther. Gunther, yeah. <laughs> Gunther yes, is Gun- great. Walter Gun- sucks. Gunter versus Sheamus, they just beat the shit out of each other for like 12 minutes. Like this guy's chest, you know, Sheamus is fucking white. Yeah. This dude's chest was red as shit, bro. Just beating the shit out of each other. So that was fun, of course. Who so was that the that? was that like the top match on the show? I feel like that's the one I heard about. That was one of the top matches. The top match, of course, was Roman Reigns taking on Drew McIntyre, the hometown boy. 
Oh, okay. So obviously Drew McIntyre probably won the belt, got a big ovation from his his community of 60,000 live screaming wrestling fans. Everybody went home happy. Well, you would think so, Joe. <laughs> but no, it was a good match. A lot of heat. The crowd was way into it. And they did a uh, fuck finish where they brought up the other cousin who's been in NXT. I forgot this guy's name. There's another one. Sokoa, some shit. There's another Samoan guy. Oh, okay. so He debuted and they did a finish, blah, blah, blah. Roman Reigns retained. Roman Reigns retains. Oh, okay. <sighs> So I guess at this point, Roman's been the champ, I mean, pretty much going on two years now. Two years just passed. They did a two-year celebration. Was it really? Yeah. Crazy, right? That's pretty that, crazy that to think about. That is nuts. So, so it's this like, has got to be the longest title run probably since Hogan's first one? No. I think it's been a couple-year reigns. Wasn't Punk like a year? Punk was a little over a year. It was like two and change, right? I think there's been a Punk wasn't that long. No, Punk might have been not two maybe and change. About a year I think and there's a been a year. Oh yeah. Hmm. Okay. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to remember. I don't I don't remember. I think Punk might have been like a year and a half at most. But hmm. I mean, going back two and two years, I That's mean crazy. Diesel wasn't that long, Flair wasn't that long, Macho wasn't that long. Sid, Undertaker. I mean, none of the Attitude Era guys because they were flipping the title every week. And it's definitely something like you wouldn't think that would be happening nowadays with title yeah. change all the time, you know? A long reign is a six-month reign. Like, oh, yeah, for a couple months. Crazy. You know, not not Kurt Angle or Brock or any of those guys. So, I mean, at this point, we'd probably have to go back to Hogan's first run, which would have been probably like three years or something or four years. The thing is, I mean, is that not was this not the best time to have him lose? Like the perfect opportunity? Like does Rock versus Roman Reigns need the belt at WrestleMania? Isn't that silly to have that for the belt? I mean, well, who's the guy? If not, it's Cody, right? Who else would it be? If it's not, if it wasn't Drew if McIntyre, it, if it's not gonna be Drew, I guess I guess Cody. it has to be Cody. Unless you do Riddle. If you build up Riddle. They're not putting Riddle in that. But spot. they would I don't think they I'm just saying if they like he's the only guy who I mean he's crazy over. If someone would could mm-hmm. beat Roman legit, maybe Kevin Owens. I don't know. Now that Triple H is in charge and things are different, <laughs> you know, I don't know. I maybe. I mean, who who the fuck knows? But unless they have someone in mind already, like that down the line is going to be the one to to knock this guy off, then I really don't see like this ending anytime soon. Like what would be the, like if you're not gonna do it there, you're not doing it for a while. I guess WrestleMania then. Save it for WrestleMania. I, it's got to be at this point, which is crazy. It'd be almost three years at that yeah. point. It's crazy. Two and a half years. Oh, so that what show was, the, was good. So what other show did they have this weekend? Then there was an NXT show. Oh, so that doesn't uh, count. Doesn't count. Basically, uh, I never watched this show once in my life. NXT UK. You ever watched that? I watched like the first one they did where everyone had homemade black tights. And I was like, this is not the show for me. <laughs> so they're getting rid of NXT UK. And so they did. They, they, they could have done that years ago. So they did a pay-per-view where they had the, the UK people versus the US people. Yeah, they did the like the, it was like one of the things where the, everybody waves as they all, you know, take their releases <laughs> and, and start answering the phone to take indie bookings. 
Uh, so you know, instead but, of Shawn Michaels playing around in the back on that uh, AOL hotline chat, it's <laughs> it's fucking Pete Dunn and you know trying to email promoters for bookings. Hey, Pete Dunn's in he's on SmackDown. He hangs out with with gun uh, with uh what's this guy Sheamus? Oh, really? Part of Sheamus's crew. Yeah. Right, who was the other NXT? Who was the big NXT UK guy? They put the belt. Uh, Tyler Bate was that a guy? Tyler Bate. Yeah. Yeah. He's so right. it's Tyler Bate instead of. Pete Dunn, then. <laughs> so I didn't even watch that. I don't watch that shit. Yeah, good. But of course I have to watch AEW All Out, baby. Oh my goodness, nah. what a what a night! I mean, does anybody remember the actual show or just what happened after it? So the show it was long, but it wasn't it wasn't draggy long like sometimes. But I feel. Nothing was like whoa, like usually AEW shows. You get some crazy stuff. I heard the the match with the acclaimed was awesome. Great, it's a good match. I'm not a big Swerve and Keith Lee, you know. Fine, neither but, am I. But it was fun, and the crowd was crazy into the acclaimed. So it made the match. It bumped the match okay. up because they were every force, everything was like, oh, it was crazy. So it, it amped up the match definitely. Um, they're doing a rematch in. Uh, the uh, tennis court in uh, Queens. Oh, the U.S. Open. The U.S. Open place in a couple. They gotta weeks. be getting the belts. There. If they get the belts there, that place is gonna go bananas. They have to. Why else do a rematch? They lost clean. Yeah. No need for a rematch. That pop will be crazy. Uh, so everything was okay. Like I didn't hate anything. The matches were okay. The main event. I, the main event. I actually didn't like at all. I'm not the biggest punk guy. Don't like punk at all. I thought you were a big punk guy, actually. No, I hate CM Punk. I never oh. liked him from Ring of Honor. Yeah, I was never. I was a Samoa Joe guy. Chris. I was gonna Daniel say like guy, I knew you were a Danielson, a Danielson guy. guy. Yeah, I was like never Danielson. A punk guy. I always remember you being Chris Daniels punk, as well. Punk always rubbed me the wrong way. And then one time, I don't. I, I'm pre- I think we were at Anthony Back's house and we were watching wrestling or something and a CM Punk documentary came on or something. I remember watching and, it there. I was there for that. And it, it made, was it was that CM Punk WWE biography DVD. It made me hate this guy so fucking I was like, this guy's just such a fucking asshole, man. It really and so I just don't like him. John Moxley. I like him. I don't love him. I like that he's doing something different. He's so different from everyone else. I enjoyed it. Okay. The match, I wasn't feeling it. Whatever. CM Punk wins. Wins his belt back in Chicago. Figure that. No big deal. It ends with this thing. You see this thing? Early in the night, there was a ladder match. And the ladder match, the winner gets a title match. That's their thing. You got to pull down the big giant poker chip. It's so stupid. Okay. <laughs> uh. There was a mystery guy. The mystery guy comes out, but it's not him. It's a whole bunch of people. They have five people come out. Big Cass is one of them. So funny. We talked about him last week, and now he's yeah. here. Like, it's like all of a sudden he's a- a- AEW guy. So they clear the ring. Then they pull down the chip, but they're not in the match. So the match is still going on. Then the mystery person comes out. And they hand them the chip, and now the match is over. It was so anticlimactic for like a ladder match where people are killing themselves, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So CM Punk wins. This masked guy comes out. It's MJF. MJF is back. Now, I got to tell you, I'm not an MJF guy. I don't hate him, but I just don't get the love. To me, 
the thing with MJF is I first saw him at GCW. So it's a small indie, right? Mm-hmm. What happens at small indie? There's always some guy who's like the outrageous heel guy who's like saying something over the top to get that heel heat. So that's what I saw MJF as. And he's still doing the same shit. It's like, oh, Brian Pillman. Oh, you, your fucking mom's a crack whore. Your dad's dead. It's like, all right, I get it. You, you're outrageous. I've never been an MJF guy. So like, I'm like, oh, all right. So the pay-per-view, not good. I was not a fan. Of so how it the pay per view overall, you you kind of left was, with a sour was, taste in your yeah, because it's how it ended. I'm like, oh, I was getting excited. The next pay per view is in New Jersey. Of course, I'm gonna go. It's in New Jersey. I live close to New Jersey. Why wouldn't I go? But if I gotta watch MJF versus CM Punk, no. But I don't have to worry about that. Apparently, bro. I apparently not. So. I mean, I would assume anyone listening to this is at least clued in enough where they know what went on. Me personally, I did not watch it. I heard about it afterwards, and it's only a couple days later. But it took me a couple days to actually go back and watch the uh, the media scrum, as it is called. Yes. <laughs> and, you know, I heard I got like the Cliff's Notes versions of what was said and what happened. But I didn't realize so CM Punk goes nuts, basically throws everyone in the company under the bus while Tony Khan watches. He's just uh, making faces. Making like, faces, like, I guess, oh, unable Jesus to talk and, and say anything about his own company. No. Yeah, no bull. I mean, hey, bro, sh- b- stop. <laughs> Punk basically cucked him, I mean, for lack of a better word. 100%, bro. And it was insane. I did not realize. Like, I, I heard he, he had some comments about Cabana, and I heard he went off on the EVPs and talked shit about Paige and talked shit about MJF, whatever. I did not realize that he went into this diatribe totally, like, unbaited. Like, he no. walked into that room no, with this with on fire. his mind yep. had to get and it was going chest. to find a way to just immediately make this about whatever he wanted to make it about. So the the guy, the first guy who asks a question doesn't even get to ask his question. Punk just stops him and goes, oh, you know, I got a question. Yeah. He's like, oh, (laughs) you used to do improv with Colt Cabana. Let me tell you about Colt Cabana (laughs) and his mom. And it was like, I'm sorry. What? Like, and Uh, off we go. And this is one of the most absurd things I have ever seen. It's just the whole the whole thing is just just watching it going. This is just what, and it got more and more because he keeps going. He never stops. He if never you watch like the whole maybe thing, I should stop. It's a twenty five minute. <laughs> it's a twenty five minute rant. He just goes on and on, and then it's just he stops, and then he keeps going again. He stop, and he keeps going. <laughs> it's just Tony saying something, and he's like, "Yeah, this fucking guy." <laughs> like he's just totally. Yeah. It's insane. At one point, Tony tries to say something, and he's like, oh, but let me clear this up. And, like, Punk, like, puts his hand up in his boss's face. and like, it's not your place to clear this up. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm sorry? Like, what? This guy's got me working with jerk All so he does is make me work with jerk Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's just Meanwhile, a year ago, Punk stood in the middle of the ring and talked about all the young, hungry talent in the back that he couldn't wait to work with and and help develop and all this shit. And it's just like, well, I guess the check's cleared because you're done giving a fuck. Oh, yeah. (laughs) 
And then we hear the stories about what comes out after all this. So after Punk is done verbally burying everybody that he's ever met in his life, including his third grade chemistry teacher, <laughs> apparently a fight ensues in the back. Yes, apparently Young Bucks came to confront Punk about what he said. And he wouldn't answer the door of his personal locker room. So they kicked the door down. Now, did stupid you hear this? That they kicked the, da- stupid the door kick down. Stupid the door. So you know, stupid. The bro. big joke going around is, I wonder if they slapped their legs while they did it, bro. <laughs> you know they did. They had their pads on, bro. So the Bucks and Kenny Omega go to Punk's locker room. He doesn't answer the door. They decide to kick the door down. I guess Ace Steel throws a chair at one of them. <laughs> Punk gives Bites one of the. One. Punk gives one of the Bucks a black eye. Omega gets bit by Ace Steel. And then Chris Daniels and Pat Buck and I guess other office people come in to break it up. But then all of a sudden now everybody, this is, we're recording this Wednesday before Dynamite. Yeah, so we have no idea what's going to happen So we have no idea what the fuck is going to happen. Supposedly everyone's been suspended. Supposedly, including Pat Buck and... uh, Yes. uh, Who's Daniels. the other guy? From Brandon Cutler and yeah, so I don't know what they. I, don't, I guess they got a little too crazy trying to break it up. I guess they weren't breaking it up as, uh, as may, or maybe they were too good at breaking it up. Who the <laughs> fuck knows? I mean, but like for anyone that's ever saw a Punk fight an MMA match, like how did he kick your ass, bro? It's embarrassing, bro. <laughs> if, if he if he took you down and choked you out, I get it. He practiced jujitsu. That's okay, but for him throwing hands, come on, bro. What are we doing? What are we doing here? You know, and we're at the phase now. Like Punk's hurt again, anyway. Apparently, he suffered. Apparently, some kind he's of, hurt. Yes, he's got some kind of pec injury or some kind of torn muscle, so yes. he's hurt anyway. The belt is going to have to be vacated again, again after just doing this a yeah. month ago. It's insane. But like, we're we're at the stage where like CM Punk. Like, he breathes too hard, and he's made of glass now. So, I mean, we've seen that. His last two matches, he's gotten hurt now. Yes, he has. So, are, are we done with this? I hope... This is my my thing. I hope this is the end of CM Punk. Like, I hope now everyone who chants his fucking name randomly for no fucking reason realizes, man, everywhere this fucking guy goes, it's a fucking problem. But the problem Jeez. is they're not doing that. No, There's huh? plenty There's, of people not, still I haven't out seen. there. No, I haven't seen. Like, it, I haven't it, seen. Uh, it's basically like politics. It has like CM Punk is wrestling politics, where if you're against CM Punk, you're just it's you're the one who's the problem. CM Punk is our guy. Like, ugh, that's I, I see. That's not. I figured the love of the young bucks and Omega would overtake this CM Punk bullshit. Ugh. God no. damn it. Nope, 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 nope. Punk has plenty of people out there still actively supporting him. And mm. and don't like I've never met Punk. I don't know him. I've met the Young Bucks, but I, I've met Omega, but I would say I know them just in sure. hey, just what's up? Pass. I'm yeah. Joe. Nice exactly. to meet you. Pass so do yeah. I really know any of them? No. No. But like from what everyone knows, from the information that is out there. I just don't understand how anyone can sit here, take in this information, and still say, fuck yeah, you go, CM Punk. Hangman Page is like the most universally loved person. Like, people love this dude. And he's like, fuck this guy. Yeah. (laughs) 
Oh, goodness. What Wrestling's fun, bro. Wrestling's been fun lately. But I'll be honest with you. Am I going to fucking watch Dynamite tonight? You bet your fucking ass I am. 100%. I got to see what they say. Have have I ever watched Dynamite before in what? We're going three years now of of the company? I have never watched Dynamite outside of the time where Tom Blanche had like a six-man tag match with the <laughs> FTR, yeah. and I tuned in for that match and then immediately went back to what I was doing because I love Tully Blanchard, one of my all-time Boy. favorites, probably my the, the greatest wrestling heel in the history of the business. I love Tully Blanchard, so I tuned in for that. Have I ever tuned in for the start of a Dynamite show? No, but you know what I hope happens, Gomez? Let's fantasy book this a little bit. Because after being cucked for everyone to, to see, Tony Khan has to come out, get ahead of this, address this, yes, let everybody know that nobody is bigger than this company. That's right, yeah. So he's got to stand in the middle of the ring. He's got to explain what's going on, what's going on with the belt, what's going on with the people. And he has to be the real voice of reason and law and order in this company. And when <laughs> he's doomed. done doing that, he should get his ass kicked by an MJF who hops the rail. <laughs> That's what I want to see. I would love it. I, I mean, I wonder if they do a title match tonight or set up a title match. I think that Grand Slam is in two weeks. I think it's the 20-something. So that's like a big show. You, like MJF coming back is supposed to be a big deal, especially after, what was it, two months ago? The whole yes. situation is contract. Is he going to be there? Is he walking out? Is he going to WWE? This was supposed to be a big deal, and nobody gives – everybody forgot. All anybody is talking about is this 45-year-old man who's bitter about – I don't know. like What is there to be bitter about? He's had a pretty good life, hasn't he, bro? He's got a lot of fucking money in the bank. Like, he had a great what run. Is- He's married. He's wrote books. He's tried things. He's like, he, like he's done anything. He's gotten he's the opportunity, you know. And so I just did Captain's Log with Matt Cardona the other day, and I said, you know, when you spend all this time doing wrestling, did you ever think you'd ever have the opportunity to turn your other passions and interests into a career? Yeah, you know, like that he gets to with the podcast now, and he gets yeah, to go to the these comic cons. Yeah. He's going to be in a, a wrestling musical coming up. You know, <laughs> like, and he's getting, you know, he's got to perform two songs and he's got That's lines funny. to learn and all this, you know, he's getting to do all these really cool things. And, you know, punk had these opportunities on an even bigger level. He was writing fucking comic books. He was getting to be in movies. He, he got to play UFC fighter just because of, you know, what he was in wrestling yeah. at one point. So he's had these opportunities. What? Like, how are you still so fucking pissed? What else do you think this world owes you? It's crazy, man. It's just so crazy. Uh, you know, hey. We don't know what he's been through, bro. Like, and and like, <laughs> I'm not going to sit here and say I'm friends with Cabana. I know Cabana. We say hello when we see each other. I don't know what their deal is. Like, I know it ended on bad terms. But what did this man, like, I can't imagine what Cole Cabana had to do to this man. That made him walk into this press conference with the thought already implanted in his mind. Okay, this is the day where I finally go in on Colt and his family. How the fuck does that even work? You just had this big title match on a fucking big sold out massive pay-per-view show for this this company trying to 
gain a, a foothold and build into something even bigger than it already is. And the first thing you can think of is to start shitting on Cole Cabana. Well, because for the past two weeks, the big rumor has been that CM Punk got Cole Cabana fired from Which AEW. is true! Which is true. So he just can't handle it. So he said, uh, enough is enough. Because he hasn't been, since he got hurt, he hasn't been around. He had, like mm-hmm. he hasn't done anything. So I guess this is the time. He's just been stewing, bro, for two weeks. This is it. He's been oh. stewing. <laughs> and the thing now, like, I don't know what, like, do I know people who work for AEW? Yes. Do I talk to them about business or do I say, hey, what's what's going on? How do you guys feel? I don't do that kind of shit. I don't know how the locker room feels. I'm sure it's divided. I can't imagine walking. If I'm punk, I can't imagine walking into that locker room right now. No. And that's the thing. It's like the injury. It's like, oh, man. Is how, how is it a real injury? We'll get those conspiracy. Is he really hurt? Yeah. Are they just saying he's injured so they don't have to suspend him, make him angry? <laughs> oh my god. I I don't know. Regardless, you know, and I remember watching Bash at the Beach, I guess 2001 must have been. No, must have been 2000. Bash at the Beach 2000, the one where Jarrett lays down for Hogan. And I remember Vince Russo coming out and doing the promo about Hogan. And saying, you know what, work or shoot, it at least made for interesting TV where now I feel like I have to tune in on Monday to watch Nitro. Yes. And this, I mean, they they got some guy off the couch tonight. I'm one person, but they're getting me tonight. So maybe it's not the way they wanted to do it, but the, the viewership will be at least one stronger tonight. Yeah, we're going to get a hell of a show, right? <laughs> they got to pull out the, oh, the eyes are watching. Let's go. One of my one of the best things is just the amount of people I'm seeing on Twitter who are just commenting about Max Caster must be foaming at the yes. mouth writing his rap for There's tonight. so many, so many jokes and gifts and me. It's just like 100%. Here we go. He's waiting. <laughs> he didn't and, rap yet. He, he, he's brought it up before in his raps. He's been talking about because there was like a – uh, a meeting with the boys. He brought that up. So he's been doing, he's been waiting. He's been dropping little things in. So I, let me tell you that, that kid is so fucking good, man. Like it is so cool to see him and, and Bowens. I think I probably had, if not his very first match, I was one of his probably first two or three matches uh, that I had with, with Bowens. That's crazy. Um, so to see them both um, doing what they're doing right now, I mean, it's so fucking cool, man. Like I, I love it. And That's you know, great. MJF, I, I wrestled MJF fucking years ago, probably That's 20, ah, uh, geez, 2015, maybe I wrestled MJF a long time ago, him, bro. It was, it was actually him and Bronson, who was one of Bear Country, yes, or, or the Iron Savages whatever, now, whatever. But it was, they were, they were a team, and I think, uh, it was myself and Habib from the car wash. <laughs> it's been a while, but yeah, yeah we, we miss Habib from the car wash. <laughs> and you know it was a four corners tag though but like it's two guys in eight like three like yeah. i you know i got to wrestle all these guys early on and i i like them all so i'm really happy for all their success it's really cool to see uh i just wish uh i can't wait to see the acclaimed win the belts and i'm happy to see that they're getting figures too because during this uh all out weekend we saw the jazz wear reveals for the new figures coming out Ooh. getting some acclaimed figures getting a danhausen 
Mm, nice. Yeah, evil as well. <laughs> Very evil. Ah, <laughs> oh, so a lot of good stuff. A lot of a lot. Yo, you know what? I may not be the biggest wrestling fan nowadays, but holy shit, is this stuff interesting? It's interesting. Wrestling's been fun. Wrestling's been good. We've been enjoying. WWE's been nice lately. Triple H in charge. It's been different. It's been nice. It's been entertaining. You're not hating watching Raw. Still doesn't need to be three hours, but it's like, oh, that wasn't a bad episode. There was some good shit on there. It's nice to be able to enjoy wrestling, right? We want to love wrestling. We love wrestling. Well, and that was I don't want to hate it. (laughs) Well, that was why I stopped watching. I began hating it. Yes. And I didn't, I never want to be the guy where I feel like, like, listen, I love wrestling. I loved wrestling for such a long time. You know, I put a lot of my life into wrestling or being a wrestling fan or collecting wrestling stuff. You know, so much of what my, like what I am as a human being was because of wrestling. And it just got to the point where I'm like, this isn't fun. I'm not enjoying this. And I'm not going to force myself to continue watching this just because it's something I've always done. There are more productive ways to spend my time rather than watching something I hate and then going on Twitter to bitch about it because that's what I would have done. Hate watching is the worst. It's like, what do you do? There's so much shit to watch that you sh- you should only watch things you want to watch. Like, don't yeah. force yourself. If you're not into something, change the channel, bro. Watch so something else. I never wanted to be that guy. And you know what? Like, right now, more people are making full-time livings off wrestling than at any other time in my life. And that is awesome. Do so I wish... Those opportunities would have been around for me when I was a much younger man with a much bigger love and passion for this. Absolutely. But that's the way the world works. Sometimes Goliath kicks the shit out of David. It just happens. (laughs) You know, so the timing wasn't right. There was no place to go when I was like in my prime or felt like I could have or should have been doing more. There was just nothing to do. Now those opportunities exist. And honestly, I feel like I'm more relevant within wrestling today than I ever was at any point because of sure. whatever it is that I do with the major pod guys and getting to do their live shows. And now being on the FWF shows, like this is FWF Live 4, a fourth wrestling show. I'm going to have been on all four of these wrestling shows. Like for what? Like, <laughs> what? Who the fuck made that mistake? <laughs> <laughs> no, come on. They love you, bro. Uh, maybe they do. Maybe they don't. It's it's fine. But like, I'm happy to do it because it, 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 it gives me a good reminder of why I spent so much of my life doing this in the first place. And for that, I'm actually very grateful because there was a long period of time in there where I would trivialize all the years I spent doing wrestling stuff and being involved in the business and and missing out on other opportunities in life because, oh, I got to wrestle in fucking Shahola, Pennsylvania today. You know, yes. I got a lot of heat for that shit. You know, it sounds stupid. You like you hear people say the stories. Of, oh, you know, it's the cars and the bars when you're on the road, you're missing birthdays, you're missing this. Yo, back then, like to be on any show was such a big deal because there wasn't a lot of places to work and there weren't a lot of indies and for you know for the most part they were just recycling so many of the same guys that from i i would say i would miss any event that existed if it meant i i could go wrestle on some bullshit fucking show in western pennsylvania or fucking baltimore or upstate new york 
you know, whatever, whatever it was, if it was going to have me, I was going to be there. The rest of my real life be damned. Yes, that's what it is. That's what you got to do. So if wrestling is in the process of pulling me back, I was not prepared for it. But here we fucking are. Love it. Love it. Baby. <coughs> so Gomez, with that being said, I'm looking out into the horizon. Oh, what do and you see? I, I see a gentlemanly, older, uncle type man biting down on the pencil. Gorilla, is that you? I believe he wants us to hit some music. Hitting it! It is now time for the Big Finish! All right, Joe. Big Finish time. Let's spin that wheel! Let's go! about to say why we upset yes today's big finish brendan frazier movies let's go oh this is a good one this, right. it's, it's not good though because it's too hard how do you pick just three so we gotta go so bedazzled's on the list the scouts maybe airheads Encino Man? Oh, fuck. I forget. See, I'm rushing. I'm trying to rush and I forget Encino Man. I do love the Mummy movies, but I don't know. I think I picked the other ones. I, the, I, that first Mummy movie is awesome. So good, bro. Like, the Mummy 2 isn't bad either, but the first one is awesome. Let's see. Let me look, bro. I got, I'm going to have to look here because this is just... He's got too many movies to think about. I just... So number one for me is Airheads. Airheads for me was like such a huge movie. And, I fucking and like, love Airheads, bro. Yeah, like I love Airheads. I love that soundtrack. I remember like first watching that movie and needing that soundtrack just so I could play that Lone Ranger song over and over and over. Um, Jeez, man. Like, um, Georgia the Jungle? Dudley do right. I mean, there's so many. I'm going Airheads, The Scout, and Bedazzled. There we go. That's so it. I love Bedazzled is great. It's something I think about all the time. It's so and Sino Man is absolutely amazing. Shush, uh, shush. Uh, isn't I think that WWE guy does that shit now? He does. Yes, he does. Yeah. Um, I like Blast from the Past. Blast from the past. Monkey Bone. <laughs> oh, um, jeez. So Airheads is my number one. That I'm gonna stick with that. I'm probably gonna have to go. In I like With Honors too. He was in With Honors. Oh, you're gonna get serious here. Jeez, I the man covers all angles. What do you want me to do? He don't make bad movies. He doesn't. Well, I mean. That one movie we saw Shut together. Up. Was... That was great. <laughs> he breaks out of prison. <laughs> okay, so Airheads number one. <sighs> it's 
Encino Man number Bedazzled number two. Encino Man number three. Everything else ties for honorable mention. Is that okay? Can I do that? Of course you can. I can do whatever I want. This is my whatever the fuck show. you want, baby. So yeah, gods and monsters. He was in that's I mean, oh I don't God. I don't think of that as a Brendan Fraser movie, no. but it is a good movie. So yeah, I pick all of the movies. That's what I will settle on. All of them. <laughs> Brendan for Fraser. Me, baby. And he's and he's in the news right now for his uh, uh his role in the whale. Everybody's yes. talking Brendan Fraser right now, so this is topical as fuck. It is. It worked out that way, hundred percent. It is topical because yes, he's he's killed it in this movie. He's getting standing ovations, standing ovations at the screenings, and he's he seems so touched by this. He seems very genuinely happy and and just like oh my god, like thank you so much, like oh I I try so hard to do it. like he's like so, oh I did my best, thank you. So there's a a mummy ride at Universal Studios, and at the end of the ride, there's this screen that you're as you're pulling back into the station uh there's a screen with brendan fraser doing like an out of character thing where he's yelling about you know an assistant to get his cup of coffee and he's been hitting the convention circuit pretty hard lately so there's a bunch of like universal studios fans who show up to give him a cup of coffee so he shows up at all these conventions fans are giving him cups of coffee and he seems to be eating it up with a spoon because probably Let's say he goes to a convention. He might be getting 20 or 30 people doing the same fucking bit, you know, a day. Like, you got to be sick of that shit. But every picture that gets posted, because they all post in this Universal Studios pass holder group that I'm a part of. They all post the same photos from the same convention of them doing the same shit, handing Brendan Fraser a cup of coffee. He looks like so genuinely happy in every single photo to be taking these pictures it just seems like he just seems like a guy you want to be happy for and cheer for and like the fact that he's getting this recognition now you're like man fuck yeah brendan fraser good for you always our double main man always love it all right joe well let's wrap this son of a bitch up here Thank you guys for listening this week and every week. Remember to hit that subscribe button wherever it is that you listen to these podcasts. Remember to leave a five-star review. Take a screenshot of that review. Tweet it to us at Jomez, and you could possibly win an autographed 8x10 from both Gomez and myself. Follow us on all the social medias at Jomez. You can follow my YouTube channel, which I hope you do, youtube.com slash Shoes. Support me and the show and my merch by buying one of these way cool Captain's Log t-shirts or a Captain Joe Shoes shirt or a Shoes Clue shirt at prowrestlingtees.com slash Shoes. Come see me. October 9th, FWF, Ridgefield Park, New Jersey. It'll be Brian Myers and myself defending the FWF tag team titles against Larger Than Life. And follow me on all the social medias at the Joe Shoes. The Gomez154, Instagram and Twitter. And we'll be back next week with, I mean, there is some new stuff. Cobra Kai is coming Cobra out Kai, this week. Cobra Kai, baby. Rick and Morty just started a new season yes. this past weekend. I haven't watched that episode yet. Have you? No, not yet. No, but the last season, both of us enjoyed the living shit out of. So Great. I think we'll be a lot quicker to the party this this yes. time around. Yes, I have it. I just didn't get a chance to watch it. Yet. And we'll have week one of NFL maybe to talk about. Ooh, 
can't wait. Gomez does a a suicide knockout pool every year. I'm in it. I don't follow football for shit anymore. So even I'm I have no idea who I'm gonna pick yet. We're recording on Wednesday. I gotta pick a game by Sunday, and I have no idea what's going on. It's a lot of fun. We do rebuys. So the the first couple of weeks of bloodbath because people taking chances. <laughs> it's a lot of fun. So a lot of stuff coming up. Obviously, we'll be starting six weeks of horror for for next week, right? No, this is your last week. Uh, oh. Next week is a normal episode, and we will talk about what we're going to watch the following week to start it off. And have have you already started planning? You got some stuff in the bank I already? I got some things down. I'm going to we'll maybe do a, a poll, throw a poll up there, Uh-oh. see what some people like. You know, we're going to see. I got some ideas. So a lot of cool <laughs> shit coming up here. Thank you guys for supporting. Thanks for supporting everything I've been doing lately, uh, Captain's Log and this and uh, with the FWF stuff, it's it's been really cool, and I do appreciate it all. But Gomez, other than that, that's a more a cowboy. Peace. <laughs>